There are so many things for which to be thankful over this July 4th time of year, but one of the items decidedly not on the list is quality of air travel, leading me to wonder, how do you spell scam? Imagine this scenario. You have purchased a new kitchen range from your local appliance dealer one that you have been desiring for several years. The model is a popular one, so it is not in the dealer's inventory currently, but they assure you that it will be delivered to your home on the 15th. You pay the bill up front, a provision that the dealers now all demand due to the supply chain issues of the past couple of years. And you leave the store in anticipation of this major upgrade to your kitchen and cooking. On the 15th, in anticipation of delivery, you contact the appliance dealer to have some idea when the unit might be delivered. The news is not what you expected. The unit has not even been shipped as yet, and there is no certain date for its delivery. In short, the dealer cannot deliver the oven now or in the near future. Your disappointment is enormous not only because of your wasted anticipation, but also due to the fact that you were counting on that appliance to help with preparation for a major gathering of friends for dinner in a couple of weeks. You swallow your frustration and simply ask for a refund of your payment so that you might look elsewhere for the elusive stove. But in response, the store dealer informs you that they will not refund your money but instead will be happy to substitute a new microwave oven for the errant oven. Incredulous at the attempted substitution, you reply that you do not need a new microwave and that you need the new oven for a specific upcoming event. Somewhat shamefacedly, the sales agent apologizes and says that if you are willing to take delivery sometime later in the summer, they might be able to get you the unit, as long as they can retain your payment until then, whenever that might be. Incensed, you immediately return home, and in a fit of anger, you compose a letter to no less than the general manager of the appliance store. You don't necessarily have any expectations for your letter, but it makes you feel better to have expressed your displeasure. You are very surprised to receive a response within the week, however, and to read the GM's reassuring comments that, quote, we've spent years establishing our firm as the industry leader in reliability. And though some of our products are readily available, we know others are not. This level of disruption and uncertainty is unacceptable, unquote. The scenario may be a little far-fetched, but maybe not. It seems eerily similar to what Delta Airlines is doing to the air travel public these days when it knows that it has too few pilots and crew to tend the scheduled flights, but continues to book passengers and take their money nonetheless. Delta, along with other carriers, knows very well the size of the personnel deficit and the resulting cancellations that will naturally result 
but continues to ignore the immediate impacts upon travelers. If you're a would-be Delta passenger, you're still expected to suffer through the ignominies of early airport arrival, security lines, overcrowded boarding gates, and the investment of your time just to determine whether your flight might actually be taking off. If it doesn't, well, the choices are plentiful, if not completely satisfying. First of all, you won't be making that special graduation or wedding event. Hey, it's not the airline's fault that they booked flights with no crews, right? Second, if you don't mind showing up a day or two late for the event, you are permitted to rebook your flight if space is available. Delta has gone the extra mile to waive their rebooking fee at present, presumably so that they can be seen as doing everything feasible for their valued customers. Without question, the booking fees will be reinstated sometime very soon. The third option is to simply walk away from your flight with no travel, no refund, no satisfaction, but secure in the knowledge that you have further supported an industry that over the past two years has received more than $54 billion in federal aid just to avoid these very problems. It begs the question of how that money was actually used it certainly could not have been directed to heading off the current ills of air travel. To be more precise, Delta alone had canceled nearly 784 flights as of Thursday's start to the holiday weekend. That is fully one quarter of its scheduled flights with another 3,100 delays. The numbers grew undoubtedly higher. The average ticket price for this luxury form of travel reached $437, up 38% in the past year, while the number of flight cancellations has grown by 18%. Makes perfectly good sense, right? As one who spent a good deal of his career studying and implementing management change to drive performance, I'm astounded. Almost any other industry with management incompetence, such as exhibited by Delta and the other airlines, would have new CEOs in place long before now. At $12.4 million in annual compensation for Delta's CEO, Ed Bastian, an airline and the flying public deserve far better than an apology and the understatement that such performance is, quote, unacceptable, unquote. It should be fairly clear that five scheduled flights cannot be handled by three pilots. My eight-year-old grandson understands that much. I've long ago given up the desire to travel by air anywhere. Companies systematically took away the enjoyments and the efficiencies of flying. But the operations of the carriers today go far beyond unpleasantness. I heard a travel expert opining on the subject and stating that, quote, the airline industry needs to get out in front of this mess. They need to tell the truth to the traveling public, unquote. I think that ship has already sailed. The plane couldn't take off. <laughs>